hiding in plain sight in words that we utter weekly, an authoritative, strict obligation, a chov for us to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to glorify His name, to praise and to laud Him every Shabbos morning. We say, For such is the duty of all creatures. To thank, to laud, to praise, to glorify, to exalt, to honor Hashem, to bless the Bayerim, to elevate and to sing praises to Hashem. Unbelievable! It's an obligation for us. Now, the this passage of davening ends off with seemingly a warning, dealing with a small question: Is it really possible for us? More specifically, David HaMelech has done this for us, and he understood more of God's glory than perhaps anyone, and definitely more than us. Why isn't it enough? Why is it not sufficient for us just to say the words of Psalms and read Sefer Tehillim? Al kol Even beyond all of the expressions of the songs and praises of that quintessential Jewish singer and composer, David, the son of Yishai, your servant and the anointed one. We must write our own safer Tehillim, says Rabbi Rucham. We are obliged to be makir, God's greatness ourselves, and not rely upon what David HaMelech prays Hashem. Kol Adam Chayiv Mamish Lechaber Sefer Tehillim Shalom. We are all obliged, we are all obligated, literally, to write our own book of Psalms, our own Sefer Tehillim. Unbelievable. I don't know if that means that we should start studying poetry and Jewish music composition, but here's a call to action. It's time that we take up a pen and paper. It's time that we thank Hashem on steroids. It's time that we start noticing all of these unbelievable occurrences, all of the benevolence that God bestows upon us. We start writing them down. We start praising HaKadosh Baruch Hu and writing our own Sefer Tehillim. It is the secret of creation. How can it possibly be that when one makes movement with his mouth, he uses the muscles in his cheeks and his tongue and his teeth, I don't don't believe they have muscles, but you're forming words, and then comes out the other side a bracha, something that begins with such a cold, heartless action, a physical action of asu, and ends up. As a bracha to Hashem. How can it possibly be? How can we farshtay and understand that you pick up a yellow lemon and a palm frond on the 15th day of Tishrei and all of a sudden that's a mitzvah to Orisa of Lulav and Esrik? How could it be? How can we possibly understand that when you put on black dyed cowhide, phylacteries, tefillin, Every morning, could that be a mitzvah and po'er, that it's glory, that it's even Hashem, we're told, Kaviyacha wears to fill it? How could something so physical become so ruchnis? How could Olam Hazet and Olam Haba be married so tightly? This is from the secrets of creation. This is the Asuli Mikdash, Vishachanti Besoicham. This is the Jewish people coming together and building a house. 
We don't understand how this works. It may not be possible to understand this marriage between Olam Hazet and Olam Haba, between the action and the Ruchnius behind the action that is married to the action. But at least we know and we have simplified that we live in this beautiful world of action, that we can do very dry, cold, callous, heartless actions, and we can make Hashem Shechina be present there. We, le- we live in a world of Misa, the Asuli Mikdash is what we stand for. The Asuli Mikdash is what we should spend our time doing. Doing, creating actions that are mitzvos. I'm happy to tell y'all that I have a new favorite Jewish singer. Now, you probably know his name, and you definitely know that he's quite talented, special, and I have a lot of hakaras tov to him, for he showed me, he taught me how to increase my happiness this Adar, how to be Marbin Besimcha. And I stumbled upon his music, actually, quite accidentally. He clearly knows that the Psukim revealed to us, we say it in our davening, how to get happy, how to increase our happiness. How does a person get happy? To an upright, just, and straight heart. The ordinances of God are Yashar. They make the heart happy. A new idea, a chiddush. Yashras equals simcha. Straightness, uprightness. The mesilas yesharim, the path of the just is what leads to sin. Now, often in life, we get derailed. We overcomplicate things and we end up in funny places. And this singer brought me back to the path. His name is Uncle Moishi. I was having a dance party with my one-year-old and we were listening to Hashem is here, Hashem is there. And it immediately knocked me off my face. I don't think that makes sense. But I was blown away. The simple yashris of it is so inspiring. When we're kids, we hear these songs and we they're all based on Hashem is here, Hashem is there. Knowledge of God, Ani Mamin. They're all about Kiddush Hashem, help your friend, put a smile on their face, do mitzvahs, learn Torah. The more I listened, the more I was saying that this is exactly what we say in Kohelas, the end of the seventh chapter. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created man. God created us Yoshar. We're happy, we're good, we're straight, we're just. What's the problem? They made their own calculations. So often the calculations to get to God get in the way of what we already know as children. That Hashem is here, Hashem is there. Every day we wake up. Let it be. That we return to Yashras. Return to the old way we used to do things. And with this, and with Uncle Moishi's advice, and the more we listen to his music, we should increase our Yashras, which will in turn increase our happiness. You never really make a first impression. Your clothing has already done that for you. What a person wears on the outside 
speaks volumes about what they are on the inside. It speaks perhaps louder than we are talking. Our exoskeleton, our shell, our attire, our wardrobe is a davar chashev, is a holy item. Perhaps we have not grasped its potential. The altar of Sabodka was very strict that the Bachram in his yeshiva would dress kingly, respectfully, menschlichly. The altar of Kelm said that a wrinkled jacket shows a wrinkled mind. And if we're to go back, I'm talking all the way back to the beginning of time, that is. Adam and Chava, when they were booted from Gan Eden because of their sin of eating from the Eitz Hadas, what was the rectification? What was the advice? What was the Eitz given to them? It was clothing. And now we're going to even say a Chiddush from the great Sar HaToyra. Zecher Tzadik Kaddish Levracha Reb Chaim Kanievskis whose yard site falls out, out around this time that even our clothing he wrote, he penned, he educated could come before a halacha for it's more important, he says to wear a hat and jacket to dress properly when you go to davening that it is to daven with a minion and if you can only pick one or the other hat and jacket wins because otherwise you lack the omed lefnei hamelech the idea of what davening is that you're standing in front of the king and our parsha even takes all of this and goes to even greater heights. When Rashi tells us, describing the eight priestly vestments that we were to make for the Kohen Gadol to wear, but also is big day Aaron Lakadsho, we should make them for Aaron, these clothings, to make him holy, to make Kadosh the Kohen Gadol. But says the Pasuk, Make these so we can, so he will become the Kohen. Says Rashi. Listen to this. Lekacho, so to enter the Kohen, Bikahuna, Al When the Kohen Gadol put on his a holy vestment, he became the Kohen Gadol. And without him putting on the Kohen Gadol, he wouldn't be the Kohen Gadol. What you wear, we can conclude is very much what you are. Perhaps we haven't grasped the greatness of our clothing. Let us understand what it is and what it can do. Stay with us. We'll be right back. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I want to let you know about a couple different podcasts from the Motivation Congregation Podcast Network. There's the podcast of the Motivation Congregation, which is a daily Musser idea. You get to wake up on a highlight with Musser from Rav Dessler, Rav Yerucham Levovitz. It's fun. We talk about self-improvement. Sometimes it can be harsh. Sometimes it's more light. But it's an enjoyable podcast. Perhaps you will enjoy it. You're listening to it right now. So just smash that subscribe button to get new episodes. And there's also the weekly Parsha podcast, an in-depth look at the Parsha Normally, it develops one single idea, attempting to string together multiple sources to have a crescendo of one practical piece of advice from the Gedole Olam. And there's also, lastly, a story podcast. It's Matzei Shabbos that it is released. It's called Great Jewish Stories of Iconic Torah Giants. So check out all three podcasts. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button. And if you want even more content, definitely join the community on a WhatsApp, 757-679-4497. Just text add me, text subscribe, join us. It's fun. It's enjoyable. 
some good content, and Imyrza Hashem. We should continue to learn together. Enjoy the rest of the episode. If you can hear me, you have seichel, you have intellect, you have the ability to process, to make decisions. This is the one defining difference between human beings and animals. We have this ruach memalala, the ability to have bechira and make decisions using our seichel. Seichel is what gives us the ability to process and seichel is what we must protect with all that we have. The Nefesh HaChaim, Reb Chaim Velazhenar, and Shar Aleph takes this idea to new heights when he describes to us that just like the Kodesh HaKedashim, the inner holy of holies inside the Mishkan was the holiest place and must be protected, so too a mensch, a human being, his holy of holies, his Kodesh HaKedashim, is his seichel, is his intellect, is his inner thoughts, his machshavos. And therefore, with great power comes great responsibility, if a person has an illicit thought, thoughts of sin, well, those quite unbecoming, quite inconsonant and unfitting, and therefore it can be already a tremendous sin to bring this horrible idea entity into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Now, here's today's idea. Here's today's lesson. I heard this from Reb Ruven Leuchter, a Talmud of Revolba, who explains actually on the bottom of this work, Nefesh HaChayim, that we generally think that seichel is, let me solve this issue with intellect. Something's bothering me, okay, how do I get out of this with seichel? Like, you're driving in a car, and therefore head on a swivel, how can I solve this and make sure I get to my destination safely? But that's not what the Torah wants from us. Seichel is that the Torah wants us to always be focused to try to decide what's right and what's wrong. Avram Avinu was able to discern all of the mitzvos and do them before the Torah was given because of Seichel. He was able to understand with his highest level of intellect. Seichel is what we protect. Seichel is what we are. Seichel is our entire lives. It's our Kodesh HaKedashim. I want this to also be a setup for we're going to get into the halachos of Purim. Why for one day a year we're supposed to lose our Seichel. But for the other 364 days of the year, always strive to keep your seichel, to grow your seichel, to process and make proper decisions because the seichel is everything. Rebbe Akiva was able to extract myriads of laws from the mere crowns of the letters in the Torah. Each letter, each crown of a letter, so perfect. Each verse, so weighty. Each chapter, each parasha, all the more so. From a simple word like S, we have nuchidushim lahalacha. So much Torah comes out from a mere word S. So one can't help but ask. Any thinking person should be bothered by the length of our parsha. And also the previous parsha, and there will be two more parshas, all about the building of the Mishkan, which could have been said in so much more terse terms. This is the Ramban's question in Parak Lamed Vav. The whole parshios about the building of this tabernacle could have been said as the following. Three psukim. 
All right, everyone, we're building a Mishkan. Next pasuk, and then it just say, and they did it. And once it was the culmination, and then they got blessed. The whole Mishkan, all of these parashios, nearly half of the Sefer Shemos, could have been summarized into these three psukim. So why the long version? Listen to this Ramban for its tremendous yesoid. The general answer, the general rule, is that these parashios are taught with love, and they are elevated. Loimar to tell you, ki chafetz Hashem b'melacha. God wants the action. God wants the execution and the implementation of work. God does not want those sitting on the sideline. God wants those to jump in. Umazkir oso batayrosa pamim rabos, and the story is told at great length. Laharbos char laoskimba to increase the reward. So we taught it longer. Aleinu, it's upon us. It's incumbent upon us to stop with the talk. For that is cheap. And to start with the work, the malacha, those that get out and get their hands dirty, those that start building the mishkan, that's why the story is taught at such a long, in such a long version. All of this to tell you, because melacha is what God wants. Melacha, jumping in and actually doing it. What are you soid? Get off the couch and start executing and implementing and taking action. It was a long, long time ago. I can still remember preparing for my bar mitzvah parsha. This week's parsha, parshas vayakel pekude, a double parsha. I remember feeling a little bit distraught by the length of the double parsha before being relieved, remembering that I am a twin and I can push the longer, harder parsha onto my brother's lap. So he read parshas vayakel, and I did parshas pekude, which is much shorter and relatively easier. Parshas Bakude now has an interesting attribute about it. It goes through systematically telling us how the Jewish people finished erecting and constructing the Mishkan Hashem and all of its vessels. And at the end of every single vessel named in the parsha, it always finishes with one line. One line, which Rabbi Yerucham says, should be the soundtrack to our lives. This is talking about one of the specific vessels. They got the job done just like Hashem commanded Moshe. And then we have the Aron, how it was constructed. And we have the Kiar and the Kanai. Everything was done to perfection. They got the job done. The truth is, is that after every action that you do in your day, it should always be able to be followed by, and he did it, or she did it, kasher tziva Hashem as Moshe. After all of the different problems that the Jewish people were running into to build the Mishkan, after all, the Ramban tells us nobody knew how, but some individual stepped forward, and they figured it out. Those that understood how to do it, those that donated for it, kasher tziva Hashem as Moshe. They did it. Exactly, just as Hashem had commanded Moshe. When you wake up in the morning and you tie your shoes, you should be able to say, I tied them like the Shulchan Aruch, like Kasher Tziva Hashem as Moshe. When you walk in the streets, after you finish, you get to wherever you are 
trying to get to. You should be able to say upon that walking in the streets. He walked, she walked. Kasher Tziva Hashem as Moshe. Let this narration of our lives, this soundtrack of our lives, become Kasher Tziva Hashem as Moshe, that we live life just like Hashem commanded Moshe. I believe with everything that I got that this could be a pshat in the Pasuk. I don't have a source for it, but please hear me out, for I believe that it could be the secret to success. And the Jewish people said those famous words, that all that God has spoken we will do, and then we will hear. The Jewish people made the ultimate commitment to become Jewish, to abide by Torah law, to accept the Torah, to join the covenant of HaKadosh Baruch Hu of God without ever looking through the terms of the contract. They didn't know what was written inside the Torah, but they accepted it. The Gemara tells us in Masech the Shabbos, Daf, Pei Ches Amad Aleph 88a, that something unique happened when the Jewish people said Nasa Benishma. A heavenly voice came out and said, who revealed this secret to my children that the ministering angels have been using? A secret was revealed at the time that the Jewish people said Nasavanishma. What was the secret revealed? Rashi suggests something in Mesech the Shabbos. The Beis Halevi Alatayra says a, a plan to answer it. What secret was revealed? I believe what could have been revealed, what was revealed at that moment, was that the Jewish people did not do what every other nation did, which was to ask Hashem, maybe what was the smart thing to do? Maksivbe. Well, what does it mean to do the Torah? What's written inside? The Ishmaelim, we don't want it. And the Bnei Esav, we don't want it. But the Jewish people didn't ask Max Sivbe, what does it mean, what's inside? They jumped right in Naaseh and then the Nishma. I believe that the secret that was revealed was that everybody in the world solidifies funding for their companies and they have to make sure that the plan is intact and they get stuck in the Nishma and the deal never comes together. But the Jewish people started acting like the ministering angels because they opened the company because they jumped right in and then afterwards they figured it out along the way. If God offers you something, you don't ask, well, what does it mean? What's it about? If a person understands that this is what's right, this is what's good, a person just wants to make some profit so they see an opening in the market, you start it and then you fill it in along the way. I believe that's the secret. To do Nasa before the Nishma because otherwise you get stuck in the Nishma. Otherwise, you get stuck in the Maksiv and the deal's never made. We must begin and not get stuck trying to figure out, but how, but how. It will come. It will happen. You see this with great people. They had the idea. By midnight that night, the idea, the company is already up and running. I'm done with Lush and Hara, and then start learning about it. But first, jump in. I'm opening my company, and then you go ahead, and you'll get the funding here. And even if that means maybe a chiddish, but if there's some debt, you have debt, you need to pay it back. If you start the company and there's some debt, you're going to find a way to go pay it back and make it work. But you're never going to go ahead and take the jump. Do naasa 
Start your sheer. Open up your flip phone or your iPhone. Record a sheer. Talk good quality. No one's going to think that. Start it. And then you'll work it out. You'll work it out along the way. Me, Gila, the Bonai Rose, the secret, I believe. The secret to success is to start to do NASA before Nishma. how much good that God gives to you every single day? Well, yes, I do. I recognize it. I got breath in my lungs. I can drink and taste water and food. There's a lot of good in my life. So how come we don't feel tremendously ecstatic at all moments of our life? How come we're not always besimcha because of how much God gives us? Rabbi Rucham tells us a very interesting psychological analysis that if we miss this, then we would leave a lot of simcha on the table. Still be much to be desired in our lives. He says because a person will say to himself, all this good that I have, well, it's not for me necessarily. All this that's happening in the world that God bestows upon the earth, it's not for me. Everyone's got it. The sun's shining today. It's a nice day. Yeah, thank you, Hashem, for the world. It's, it's nice. Everyone's got nice weather today, you know? I got breath in my lungs. Yeah, so does uh, Moishi from down the block. Or Sarah from down on the other block. The Gemara tells us, A mensch is commanded to say the words out loud so your ears can hear it audible that the world was created for me. If a person understands that the sun is shining, for me, you walk outside, it's that beautiful Sunday morning. For me, the sun shines. I can taste. God gave it to me so that I can enjoy this. It elevates your life to an entirely different playing field. You now have just entered into your VIP premium expo conference in the world called Planet Earth, and it's all for you. Say it out loud. Say it over and over. Bishvili Nivra Ha'olam. It's all for me. The universe was created for me. And like this, it will enhance our lives and make us that much more Bisimcha.